Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Welcome back to the show and a good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 6.09 and 9 after 6. Mark Aram with you till 7. Tonight on the Mark Aram Show, um, I will not come back and do it live. It'll be a best of. Low T Chuck screening the calls. What do we got best of tonight on the Mark Aram Show, 10 to midnight? A good one. Okay, a good I'll one. Hold a good one. <laughs> Longoria on the other side of the takeout window will be working from ten to midnight, so keep him company. We're gonna no, go back. I I'm off at ten. Are you really? Good for you, buddy. You're welcome. I made that happen. You're welcome. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> uh, the Mark Ham Show is heard uh, ten to midnight Monday through Friday. By the way, if you're ever up late. Uh, before we get back to the uh, the calls on Donald Trump actually hitting the twelve thirty seven mark today. Uh, there's a story I want to talk about uh, out of our uh, Cox DC Bureau, our buddy Justin Gray. Um, I, I talked at the beginning of the show, if you missed it, when was the last time anyone here has either un- used or seen a floppy disk for a computer? And if you're under 30, you might not even know what a floppy disk is if I showed you one. Uh, but there is uh, some folks that are using them and using them still, and using them for very important uh, things. Uh, Justin Gray joins us live from Washington, D.C. Justin, thanks for coming on the program, buddy. Yeah, Mark, I remember these from elementary school playing Oregon Trail, but uh, the government is using them to store nuclear codes, believe it or not. So uh, the floppy disk, which if you brought a floppy disk into the uh, digital white columns building here, which is uh, technologically the most advanced radio and TV station in in the world, there's nowhere to put a floppy disk, but the government is using these for nuclear stuff. Explain, what the heck is this? Yeah, they've got those giant computers that uh, you could fit all that on your iPhone these days, um, and they're using floppy disks. Uh, they're using computer code for some things that dates to the 1950s, believe it or not, and also a lot of workstations that are running, if you remember, Windows 3.1. It came out at about 1992, 93. It had Microsoft Paint. It had Solitaire. Well, there are federal government employees still being forced to use that to power their computers. And why is that the case? Why? I mean, we spend billions and trillions of dollars every year. How have we not upgraded the uh, digital system for our nuclear stuff? Yeah, $80 billion a year, Mark, we're spending. 75% of that is going to maintenance on these old systems that are out of date. Um, now, they'll tell you there's a bunch of different reasons for this. Um, but for those nuclear codes, they say part of it is actually privacy. You know, you don't have to worry about the Internet and hackers when you're using a floppy disk. So they've been coming up with alternatives, but... Um, they say by 2017, the end of 2017, they could finally replace those floppy disks. But the the upside of this, no hacker is going to be able to hack into the internet because it's not even connected to the internet. That's what Chuck said. Security wise, if I guess if you're going to have codes, you put them on a floppy disk because there's there's <laughs> just no way to hack it. But the problem with the floppy disk is if you have the nuclear codes on a floppy disk, don't put it like next to a magnet or something. You know, right. you remember that you could you could erase your disk. 
Um, I remember doing a term paper in school and actually erasing the disc. Or I probably didn't, but I just lied to the teacher and told her that, oh, my little brother put a <laughs> magnet on it. Uh, that's why I didn't do the term paper. Uh, so the Obama administration is is saying what uh, about this, Justin? Yeah, this is something Republicans in Congress and the Obama administration, believe it or not, actually agree on. I spoke to uh, the chairman of the House Oversight Committee, Jason Chaffetz, normally a critic of the administration, but they're on the same page here. This needs to be upgraded. There's a potential $3.1 billion plan to do that. Um, there's some agreement on that. They think this has to be done. It needs to be done smartly. And so it's not about just throwing money at the problem, but everybody on both sides of this agrees we got to do something. You can't have the nuclear codes on floppy disks. You can't be using pieces of equipment that are literally, literally 50 years That's old crazy. in some of these computer systems. That's great. And, and uh, on the bright side, there's probably some brilliant entrepreneur that bought 5,000 floppy disks from Radio Shack in 1995, <laughs> and he's selling them one by one to the government for a half million dollars each because he's the only one that has them anymore. Well, that's part of this. A lot of these programs, this hardware, there's nobody to support it. Microsoft <laughs> does not support Windows 3.1, uh, so they, you know, that's just sitting there. They have computers that can't be fixed. They have programs that can't be updated because, you know, these companies gave up on it years ago. Justin Gray in Washington, D.C. Justin, thanks for your time, buddy. Yeah, no problem. Anytime, Mark. All right, 404-872-075. 50 1-800-WSB talk back to the phones Donald Trump hits the magic 1237 number today in fact he's at 1239 your thoughts Mike's in Dallas Mike welcome to the Mark Aram show Hey Mark Hey buddy Do you remember the TV show Tales from the Crypt I loved that show absolutely Do you remember the episode the hitchhiker where the drunk lady hits the uh, hitchhiker Oh yes I do remember that All right you get all the way to the end the woman makes it home and she gets out of her car and the hitchhiker on the top of her car leans over and says, thanks for the ride, lady. I remember that very vividly. That scared the crap out of me you as a kid. You don't know whether or not to root for the hitchhiker because <laughs> you did wrong or for the woman to get the hell out of the place from the you know scary guy. And that's what you feel that about this. That's <laughs> I love it. A Tales from the Crypt reference on the evening news program. Nancy's up next on the show. Hello, Nancy. Hey, Mark. Uh, I've got something for you that might be a little comfort um, I was a, I, I was a cruise voter, mm -hmm. uh, but you know, here we go. Anyway, I'd like to take credit for it, but I got it out of this movie called Luther with Joseph Fiennes, and here we go. He says to a classroom that he's teaching, "God once spoke through the mouth of an ass, and perhaps he's about to do it again." I have Is no that? comment on that. I have no again. I uh, for the for the Trump people. I'm not against your dude. I know that if, if someone hasn't totally jumped on board the Trump bandwagon, you think that they're necessarily anti-Trump. I'm not. I wasn't against my buddy Tim in high school. He was my friend. It was just surprising that he started dating Cindy. I don't dislike Trump. I'm just surprised that he got the GOP nomination. Can, can you not understand that? A year ago, this was it was inconceivable, inconceivable. This was this couldn't have happened. That's all. I'm not bashing him. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. He he won it. Tim deserved Cindy, apparently for six months. For six months, <laughs> but it, you know, six month relationship in high school. That's oh, like yeah, yeah. a twenty five year marriage. You got a lot of pressure from everybody going like, "What did you do?" The, uh, the something similar happened to me before. I just remembered this. I'd blocked this memory out. I was a freshman, and there was a girl in my math class named Katie Toti, T-O-T-I, stunningly beautiful. Again, for Connecticut. Right. <laughs> okay. Stunningly beautiful. Katie Toti. 
And I was a freshman and she was a sophomore. We were in the same math class. So she wasn't a brain surgeon, obviously. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but um, we just, we sat next to each other. I used my charm, blah, blah, blah. Two months later, we're going out. We're, we're actually, you know, whatever with going out right, means. Right, right, right. <laughs> and word spreads like fire. This was actually apparently more inconceivable than Tim and Cindy, me and Katie Toady, because by the end of the day, whatever it is, like, do you want to go out with me? Yeah, I'll go out with you. Okay, well, that was at 9.05 a.m. By 3.30, she's like, we got to break up. <laughs> people, too many people are asking me about this. Uh, apparently, I've, I've made a big mistake the here. The pressure came. <laughs> but for about a six-hour period, I, I, you know. You're on top of the world. Yeah. Tim at least got six months. I got yeah. six hours. Yeah. Didn't not a kiss, not a handhold, nothing. End of the end of the school day. Katie's like, "We're, we're this is no, this isn't going to happen. <laughs> we're, we've got to we've got to break up." Katie Toady. Wonder what she's doing now. Maybe she's listening. 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. We're to come back with more of your calls. Johnny Kilbasa is going to have a fast food review as well. I want him to dissect Donald Trump's victory meal of the Big Mac combo after securing the necessary delegates for the GOP nomination. On Twitter, at Mark Aram, this is The Mark Aram Show. Six twenty-five, eighty-three degrees on Peachtree Street. Hoping you're having a relaxing drive home. Hope you have a great uh, Memorial Day weekend. Mark Airman for Eric Erickson, 404-872-0750. Bob joins us in Woodstock. Bob, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Today? What's going on, sir? Uh, I was just thinking about. Uh, I've got more of a like a movie analogy for the whole Trump phenomenon. When he first started out, I thought it might be like Dave, uh, you know, Kevin Klein and Dave, where you know. <laughs> Sit down in a room and I love that okay, movie. I love you know, that everybody, movie. Everybody, you know, here, everybody can cut. We need this much money. You know, <laughs> yeah, about the Apprentice thing. But now I'm wondering if he's going to be more like Rodney Dangerfield and Caddyshack. It's kind of you know, just don't know with Donald Trump what you're going to get. But you know, again, it's like I like I like the Dangerfield and Caddyshack because you know. Uh, Dangerfield, for those of you that haven't seen Caddyshack, first of all, shame on you. Uh, <laughs> but B, you know, he goes to the uptight country club and he shakes things up. You know, he goes oh, in yeah. and that's, I like that. Trump is the Dangerfield at the, uh, the and Judge Smales. You know, he gets under Judge Smales' skin and I like that. That's good. Trump gets into the country club of the GOP establishment uh, with his outlandish outfits and brash manners and and upsets things. That's a good that's analogy. Easily the closest. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah, I like that. I'm trying to think of uh, of more analogies in that movie. Who is uh, who is Ty the uh, Chevy Chase character? Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan's it, yeah. All right. Interesting. Uh, Jason's at Woodstock. Jason, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Everybody clap your hands. Thought we'd go a whole show without it, but I'm glad we hit one. Thank you for that, Jason. John's in Marietta. John, welcome to the program. Hey. Oh, almost back to back. Go ahead, John. Uh, said John or Bob? Whatever your name is, that's what we're going to go with. <laughs> All right. Um, Hey, hey, Mark. Um, I I know your stance on uh, Trump. I mean, I know you're kind of in the middle of the line, mm-hmm. right? And I'm just, you know, what I want to say to viewers, like or listeners, mm-hmm. like whether you like him or not, he's who we have right now. That's it. I mean, exactly that's, right. That's our guy. I mean, that's who we have to keep Hillary out of the White House. 
I mean, if he's the wild card, that's who we got to go with. I mean, I'm willing to take a chance on the wild card right now, and I think that's that's the smartest chance for America right now. I mean, we'd rather rather go with somebody who has a, a record of being a you know a habitual liar. I mean, that just it baffles me to to do to no end. You know, you know what I mean. I, I the the point I'm trying to make in this show, and I think it's gone over a lot of people's heads, is the fact that it's it's if you look at what we've been through in campaign 2016, and this has been a hell of a ride. It's isn't it just a little quizzical and surprising that this is where we are? That 12:37 was accomplished by Donald J. Trump. That's all. I'm not judging the man, his candidacy, his chances, nothing. I just like I didn't judge Tim for dating hot Cindy. I'm just walking around looking at other people going, yeah, this is it. It's it's really happening. Tim's dating Cindy. That's all. I'm not, I'm not judging the man, his supporters, or anything. I supported Tim and Cindy. They gave me hope. 404-872-0750. Aramid for Erickson. This is WSB. Welcome back to the show. 639. Mark Aramid for the conservative Viking, Eric Erickson. You can hear the Mark Aram show Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang all here. Loti Chuck screens the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Again, special offer for Erickson. Evening news listeners. Follow me on uh, Instagram uh, before the end of the show, and I will follow you back. 404-872-0750. Uh, my Instagram, by the way, is Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. So I tweeted out, uh, we're going to talk more about Trump and your calls in a second, but I tweeted out uh, a, an amazing picture. Donald Trump uh, hits the 1237 delegate mark, and how does he celebrate? By eating a Big Mac combo meal in his private jet. That sums up Trump's appeal completely. Man of the people in a Big Mac combo meal while in his private jet. The question is, is that the right fast food meal to be eating when you celebrate 1,237 delegates? And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. Good evening, conservative Atlanta. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the steak and I'm covered with cheese. I am depleted, and I'm a 6.9 on the Richter scale and a 6.9 on the knowledge meter any day of the week, baby. So uh, Trump celebrates with the Big Mac combo on his private jet. As a fast, as the premier fast food expert in the world, is that the proper meal to eat when you hit 1,237 delegates? Mark, I think this Big Mac meal speaks volumes as to what Donald Trump's plans are for America. Yes, it is the the best meal he probably could have had because this says that Donald Trump is a centrist. This is your meat and potatoes meal right down the middle for America. Now, if you would have been too far to the left, you would have went to Chipotle and got <laughs> veggie bowl with green salsa and corn. If you would have went to, been too far to the right, you would have went to Five Guys because they don't let you decide on what you want. But he kept it straight down the middle, Big Mac. No risk in that whatsoever. Everybody knows what they're getting with the Big Mac. That's Middle America, that. right there. You're right. That's that's, that's the heartland. If he so if he, he celebrated, that's a great point, John. If he celebrated with Chipotle, it would have been it would have been too far left. That's you know Chipotle. What? No. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, but that's that's a great analogy. And I think if he went yeah, Wendy's, is, I'd say Wendy's is more, or Chick-fil-A, that's more of a right-leaning kind of establishment. Um, yeah, Dave Thomas, right. rest in peace, Dave Thomas was a big conservative uh, supporter. So I think I think you're right. I think he nailed it uh, with the, the Big Mac combo. That being said, he should have thrown some Mighty Wings on there. Um, we had them last night. Fantastic. Those are really good. Yeah, it, it was a safe bet on his part. If he really wanted to go for it, he should have, you know, he can't win without the Latino vote, so he shouldn't want the Taco Bell and got Cool Ranch Doritos, Locos Tacos, or, and a cheesy Gordita Crunch. That well, that, that just would have been pandering. That would have been like when he uh, tweeted the picture right. of <laughs> him eating the taco salad, the taco bowl. Um, even, his, even his salads True. have walls. <laughs> that was fantastic. All right, so, so Trump politically made the right move in the fast food world by going with the Big Mac combo. Yes, he did, and he's also gaining a lot of weight, which is what America needs. A, a fat Donald Trump is a happy Donald Trump. Now, I give him credit, because if I uh, go to McDonald's for the crew, and I'm, I'm guilty of this, is I'll ask Longoria, what do you usually get from McDonald's, Longoria? A double quarter pounder with cheese, fries, and nuggets. And you all, you, there's a side dish. You need, yes. to get, you need to get the nuggets. Yeah. If I go, I get a filet of fish meal, and I'll need, I need something else that doesn't fill me up. Uh, so I'm, I'm proud that Trump just went with the Big Mac meal, didn't get nuggets on the side or the Mighty Wings or a uh, double cheeseburger or whatever, because big guys like us, we Chuck, no, he'll get yeah. the veggie wrap. Yeah, well, just, just like Longoria only tells you half of the order that he makes, Trump probably had another McDonald's bag. <laughs> you didn't tell anybody. All right, Johnny, great breaking fast food news. We appreciate you as always. And... It's the cholesterol time, baby. So my Follow me on Twitter, Johnny Kilbasa. Listen to my podcast on johnnykilbasa.com. Happy Memorial Day. There you go. Johnny Kilbasa on Twitter and johnnykilbasa.com if you want to check out his Fast Food Review podcast. 644, back to the phones we go. Ron joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Ronnie. Hey. I want to uh, talk to you about uh, Trump. You weren't paying attention. Bottom line is you weren't paying attention with a girl and you weren't paying attention with Trump. All right, Ron, my man, bring in the heat. <laughs> Ralph is up next on the Mark Aaron Show. Hello, Ralph. Oh, oh that was great. So <laughs> Gina Rubino was a Connecticut nine. Uh, she she dated Mike Allegra, the wrestling captain, for the whole time they were in high school, for the exception of one month, when they must have had a fight. And she hung around. I don't think she actually officially dated my friend Brian, but she hung around Brian for like a month to make Michael jealous. Now, Brian was a really big guy, so he was in no danger of getting beat up. But when I say a big guy, he was more like the Michelin Man kind of physique. She went from the wrestling captain to your pudgy pal. But she went back. Oh, of course, yeah. Let yeah. me let me get the Big Mac. I worked for McDonald's for twelve years, and we used to do Big Macs fresh off the grill, but we used the quarter pounder meat. Oh man, let me tell you. <laughs> um, and, and if you ever want it fresh, yeah, you order everything without salt because they salt everything. You got to do if that. You order it without salt, they'll make it and then put the and, salt on it. Real yeah, real quick, Ralph, it. I got to run. Give me that girl's name again. The Connecticut Nine. Jeannie Rubino. That just sounds hot. Jeannie Rubino. Oh. Google that, Chuck. I want to find out where Gina Rubino is. 404-872-0750. Mark Ehrman for Eric Erickson. This is WSB. 
Final segment, let's do a little Herman Cain rapid fire. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Your thoughts on Donald Trump hitting 1237. Rebecca's in Lawrenceville. Rebecca, welcome to the show. Hi, hi. Good afternoon. Um, I have a few things to say. <laughs> that was fantastic. I have a few things to say. Bam! Click. That was great. Well done. Not anymore. Matt's in Canton. Matt, you're on the program. Hey, Mark. Enjoying the show. Thanks, uh, Matt. You know, I, I wanted to uh, give my own analogy of, uh, you know, when Marty McFly goes back in time and Doc Brown says, who's the president? And he says, uh, Ronald Reagan. And he's the actor. You know, <laughs> the actor. You know? But, you know, I think I think Trump is going to be, you know, you're you're saying who does, who does, there's no never been a president like him, but... You know, Ronald Reagan had that same sort of celebrity background, and but but the difference is the difference is though he was a governor. He again, I'm not, and and don't please Trumpites, chill out. I'm not criticizing your dude. I'm recognizing the historical importance of this nomination. This is unprecedented. That's all I'm saying, and it was a surprise to many of us. Rick's in LJ. Rick, welcome to the show. Oh, man, I can't believe I'm talking. You have the best show on WSB. Thank you, brother. I wanted to make three statements. The first one was, uh uh-oh, here I go, I can't think. Okay, why do you say nuclear coming from Connecticut? How much, what am I supposed to say, nuclear? Nuclear. 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 I don't know. I apologize. Okay, so anyway, the second one is, (laughs) I see you like movies. There's a movie about Connecticut tobacco growing called Parish with Troy Donahue. Google it, man. You'd love it. Great and cigars are wrapped with Connecticut uh, leaf. Yeah, yeah, that's yes. exactly right. That's what the movie's all about. And the third statement is, man, politically incorrect comedy is therapeutic. I agree. I totally agree. I think comedy of all times uh, is very therapeutic, which is why we'll have a comedian from The Punchline tomorrow night on The Mark Aram Show, 10 to midnight. Brian's incoming. Ryan, finish this up strong, buddy. Hey, I was just calling. I love your show. Thanks, I buddy. just got off work. But I think I know why he got the Big Mac. Okay. And I think it's because it has 1,237 calories. <laughs> well done. Not the Big Mick, the Big Mac. We both have uh, two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions. But theirs is on a sesame seed bun. Name that movie. I'll give you a dollar. Oh, I know what it is. It's um, <laughs> God, I can't think. Uh, Coming to America. Coming to America. Very done. Uh, all right, let's do Star of the Show. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Everyone performed admirably today. Low-T did a great job. Longoria, stoic as ever. Justin Gray chimed in from D.C. But uh, Donald Trump, star of the show. He hit 1237. It's in black and white now. It's official. Uh, We'll continue the conversation on Twitter, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. And again, if you follow me on Instagram tonight, I'll follow you back. M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Now you can go to sleep, little baby. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity. 
Dot com.